Okay, it says we are live. Let's get it. Give it just a minute here. Okay, and we are live. How's it going, everybody? Good. Good. What's up? <laughs> All right, so uh, here we are. This is uh, Divi Chat episode. What is this here? One eighteen. One eighteen, I think. One eighteen. Okay. And uh, the topic for today, uh, which I, I think will be of interest to a lot of uh, the web designers out there who are maybe just kind of starting their business and getting their, their feelers out, is going niche, yay or nay? Yay! And, uh, yay! And uh, are we pronouncing it niche in this episode? I know we've had a lot of... I say niche. I, I'm, I may say both today. I don't know. Stephanie might take me to the other side. Niche. Wait, I don't, wait, niche. wait for it. <laughs> all right where, where's all of our live chatters at where are they at oh there it went no niche oh there's pablo yeah niche According to google niche, niche. okay google is niche mm -hmm. okay it says american pronunciation niche okay pronunciation. and then there's a the rest of the world niche. pronunciation yeah all right well we can we can call it whatever we want i'm, I'm gonna say i'm gonna say niche <laughs> <laughs> All the right. niches are in the niches. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we uh, get started on this excellent topic, let's uh, introduce this humongous panel we have here today, but we are small but mighty. So uh, <laughs> speaking of small and mighty, Leslie, let's start with you. Hi, uh, I'm Leslie Burnell, and I run A Girl in Her Mac, and you can find me at agirlinhermac.design, and on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at A Girl in Her Mac. Excellent. Thanks for coming on. Stephanie, I, I bet you were guessing you were next, right? <laughs> what up, my niches? <laughs> we're here. We're going to talk about it. I'm Stephanie with Focus WP. You can find me at focuswp.co. Send me an email or you can uh, send me a message at enjoysweettea.com. And we are going to crush this niche niche situation <laughs> right now. Let's do it. After I introduce myself, Stephanie. Yes. Let's not jump the gun I meant, here. I meant right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am happy yeah. to be here. Uh, I am Corey Jenkins, and uh, I am the co-owner of Aspen Grove Studios, Divi Space, and uh, you can find me various other places uh, throughout the interwebs. So I'm very happy to be here, and um, yeah, let's let's get going on this topic. Do you even niche, bros? Do, do you have a niche, bro? <laughs> <laughs> All right, In honor well, of Tim, shall we define? Yeah, let's define. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie, do you want to define? Um, sure. I uh, A niche is, man, it's going to feel weird no matter which way I say it now. Um, a niche market versus mass market is basically the contrast. So a niche would be a small segment of your overall target audience that you narrow your marketing efforts down to. I like it. There could be more than that, but yeah, I, I would add on to that. There's probably various levels of, of niching down. And I mean, you know, you can almost niche down to the point, you know, like uh, you might have a dent, you know, dent, dentistry is your niche, but you might niche even more and, you know, it might be orthodontics or something or, like yeah. that. And, <laughs> and just get like super like, you know, granular in the, in the customers that you target, um, which I don't think any of us here get quite that, that granular. Um, probably the closest is, uh, is Stephanie. 
Um, you're, you're a little bit more niche, uh, than, than the, uh, you know, the rest of us probably average bear. Well, I think there's also not just that kind of niche, but like you can niche to the type of client, but I think you can also sort of niche down in a certain service realm too, right? Like you guys started out and Leslie, you with Divi, right? So that's a niche. That's people that are specifically looking for Divi products. So regardless of what they do. It's not the same as like, you're not going for all orthodontists. Right. You're just niching down with the, the type of services or say someone did like someone was really good with e-commerce, right? Yeah. It no matter what product somebody was selling, they could right. set up their e-commerce and, and do that kind of thing. So I think there's kind of, t- do you guys consider that a niche? Like, do you, like when you're focusing on a certain service rather than a certain like area of the market? Yeah, I mean, I, I think I would. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I think I think a niche is is anything that kind of like um, narrows down like your I, I, I'm not going to say like sales funnel, but but maybe, you know, almost that, you know, the type yeah. of people that you target, uh, you know, I, I guess in essence, you know, um, you have you have web design, web development, WordPress. If you only deal in WordPress, that can be somewhat of a niche. Within WordPress, uh, like you mentioned, we are obviously, uh, you know, the t-shirt here, uh, heavy in, into Divi. And um, oh, yeah. because, because we started, all right, representing, <laughs> um, you know, because because we did start uh, developing products for Divi and became really ingrained in the, uh, the Divi community, um, I, I wouldn't say that we purposely niched down at, at the time, but it did prevent us from like, you know, okay, we're not using... Uh, Genesis any longer. Uh, I haven't used like, you know, I haven't used Joomla in years or uh, Drupal. Um, You know, so, so I would say like throughout my career, I've slowly kind of niched down and, you know, try to become an expert in, in one certain area rather than like a jack of all trades, which can get kind of convoluted. Yeah. Yeah. I I do. I, I I think we definitely should touch on the whole, um, you know, if you're going to call yourself an expert, you you know, you should be one. Um, If you're wearing 10 hats, are you really an expert at one of them? Um, But yeah, we'll get to that. (laughs) So so I I think maybe we should start with like, um, like maybe what the benefits of niching are. And I I, I guess one of them, you know, one of the pros would be becoming an expert. So so we can definitely elaborate on that. Um, so in, in your, in your guys' mind, what are, what are some of the, the big pros of, of niching down that you've experienced? Targeted marketing. You know, if you know specifically who you're going for, um, then you can really talk to those people. Um, you know, like if you're going to say, um, maybe you're going to do lead generation or something. So you say like lead generation services or, lead generation services for kitchen remodeling companies. You know, if then that target person comes to you, boom, like they're, that's who they're going to go with. They're not going to go with somebody who doesn't maybe know their industry. You can market exactly to those kind of people. And, you know, the, like Leslie had said before, and I know it's going to come up, but photography, for some reason, there's several people who use Divi that do photography and it's like if you go out there and you say like oh I can make you a Divi website or I can make a website for a photographer then you can really narrow down your marketing and attract those people a lot easier the con of that is that there are less people right there's fewer photographers out there that need websites than just businesses in general that need websites Mm -hmm. 
but in the bigger picture, yeah, like don't worry about that too much because there's a shit. Load of no, stuff. I don't think that's a con yeah. that should stop you from doing it. I'm just saying, yeah. like when we're talking about it, it's like, yeah, there's less people to focus on, but it's higher quality. Yeah. And you're going to get more bang for your buck, you know, going for that smaller number than trying to get everybody. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I think definitely the, uh, the, you know, from the marketing aspect, uh, there are, are huge uh, benefits to, you know, to be a niche. And it's not only from like, you know, paid advertisement, like you might be running Facebook ads or, you know, um, you know, paper, pay-per-click ads on Google or something like that. And, and, and there you can like really fine tune your budget and, and target those people, get a really like, you know, defined uh, demographic that you're looking for. And, um, you know, probably from that, your conversion rate's going to, going to go up on the, on the money that you're spending. Um, but yeah, I, at the same time, you, you definitely are limiting yourself a little bit um, because you probably won't have quite as many leads coming in. Um, so I guess beyond you know the, the paid advertising aspect, you also have just kind of like marketing and uh, you know just just like branding yourself. Um, I, I know for like a lot of web designers, they have a hard time like identifying what sets them apart from like you know from other people. Why should you pick me over the other person? Obviously, experience is a big one, but for people just starting out, uh, they don't have that experience. So niching down really helps you, like, you know, on your website, uh, all the content you put out can be geared towards uh, a certain industry and certain, you know, keywords and, and really focused on that, which I, I think in the, in the long term, if that's your goal, that's, that's really going to be beneficial. Yeah. And then to take it even a little bit farther, um, if you if you focus on that genre and you really nail it and you make content for those specific people and you know, you become the, the dentist marketing expert, well, guess what? You can then charge premium rates because you know, all the ins and outs, you know, all the little issues that every dental office is going to run into and you, you beat them, you know, you're ahead of the game with all of that stuff. And you've got other dentists giving you good referrals that are their colleagues or competitors. So you, you can actually end up making more money per client, not just getting more clients. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I think the more you work within a, within a certain industry, you're going to learn, um, all of like the, you know, the nuances and like, uh, I'm sure that there's, you know, different integrations that Dennis use, you know, for the, for the mm -hmm. website, certain type of software. And so you're really going to become, um, familiar with that flow. And those can be like selling points on, on your website. You know, we have a package that offers this and the dentist go to your site and they look at it and like, wow, this person really knows what, what they're doing. You know, this dentist. Mm -hmm. Instead of us having to do like, you know, uh, you know, a, a couple of calls, and a big like maybe discovery phase of the project where, you know, somebody comes to me, I might not, not know everything that the dentist needs me to know. And it's, it's more of a learning curve and, and it might slow down kind of the beginning of the development process. Right. So it's better for them. And again, better for us because then the, the better you get, the faster you go, the more money you make really, like the more profitable your project is, I should say that because you're doing it quicker. So your time isn't all sucked into figuring it out. You can just. Yeah. Do the dang thing. Well, and another pro that I want to throw out that I experienced, at least I found it way less stressful after I kind of focused more on Divi, just Divi and just design. Um, because yeah, explain to us know, a little bit your niche first, Leslie. <laughs> well, so I, it started out with, you know, I got the tutorials going and that brings Divi traffic to, to your site. If you're doing uh, Divi tutorials, 
Um, and then like I got, you know, that we mentioned last week, we started talking about productizing. I got into that and it just kind of, I started getting, seeing that there was clearly a market for people who wanted to hire someone who only worked in Divi, who knew their file structure, who knew their classes. You know, it doesn't take me long. A lot of times I just know the classes off the top of my head. And like you mentioned, you get faster at it. Um, and then time is money, right? right? So, so yeah, that kind of got me in there. And I, I found that once I had enough, like, like right now I have uh, four um, des- uh, developers, two are agencies and two are just solo, solo printers like me. Um, I basically got into like a contract where, okay, you just keep giving me front end design work and I'll always be available to you. So I haven't had to look for work in quite a long time because I'm lucky that I found these partners to work with. So, but that all stemmed from getting into just Divi and going back to what I said, the, the pro was being less stressed out. If you cast a wide net and especially if you're just a general web designer, I just build websites. That's a pretty wide net to cast, right? And mm-hmm. um, so now you have to go through the inquiries and see who's the good fit. Now I don't, I don't need to, you know, I didn't need to do that. Now I know they're coming to me because they want to saw my site. They know that this is what I do. So there's less stuff to go through. You know, it's, I don't know. It just kind of, gets rid of a lot of the noise, you know, the, yeah. the more niche you get. So I, I found it to, to help with stress a lot. And I enjoy it more. I just, I, I know I'm going to get work that I have fun doing. I don't have to yeah. pick pick for those, you know. <laughs> okay. So you, you, that's, okay. So that's your story. And Corey, you kind of talked about yours a little bit too, getting into the, you started with Divi as well, right? And then you were more just went into products. Well, um, yeah, when I, when I well, I started out in web development like in 2007. So uh, Divi wasn't obviously wasn't around then. Um, Elegant Themes was around that time, but they didn't have Divi. Um, so I, I was just kind of like broad, like you know, WordPress. Um, we'd get a project, and you know, I even went through the time of okay, um, you know, we get a project in, we pick a pick a template off like Theme Forest or something like that, and then we customize it. We did we did also do like custom development uh, depending on the depending on the, uh, the client's budget. Um, so I took a, uh, I took a hiatus, um, from web development, uh, when I moved to Arizona and I, I, I was still doing web development, but not like, you know, self-employed. Um, and when I got back into it, I was kind of doing the same thing. Didn't have a, didn't have like a, you know, I, I was using WordPress of course, but didn't have any other particular type of software that I stuck to. And I was using elegant themes and, and I'd use some of their themes for, for projects. And I was actually getting ready to uh, cancel my elegant themes um, membership. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I, I've, told, I, I, I've told, I've told Nick this story too. <laughs> and like, it, it was crazy kind of how it worked. Cause I was like, I, I was like, okay, like it was coming up on. And I was, I was thinking, okay, I'm just going to cancel it. And I was at my first word camp ever in, um, in uh 2000 yeah early 2014 and i was you know sitting sitting there like getting ready to start work on this web web project that i had come in and i got the email about divi and uh i like installed it started using it and i had like and we had been waiting for divi for like a year at least or something (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i'd heard about it i didn't really pay much attention to it but i had like this website done within like a day just (laughs) just because i was like uh so excited about about using it divi one was exciting that was an exciting (laughs) yeah it was exciting yeah the website was like terrible that i built with it 
um, in <laughs> retrospect. So yeah, and, and then um, aren't when they you, all though? Like, do you have anything you look yeah. back on way yeah. back? Think, like, yeah, yeah it's, it's it's fun to look back, and I mean, they get yeah. the job done, and like, okay. I wasn't char I wasn't charging, you know, hardly anything for it. Um, so yeah, then um, David and I started working together, and um, we we met in a divvy group, and um, yeah, from there we released our first product, and that's what really kind of launched us into the into the Divi um, niche is is like that first product we released, which was the Divi footer editor. And then we kind of just became known as like, you know, the Divi guys, even though, you know, we didn't, uh, you know, we had Asthma Grove Studios, it wasn't Divi specific, but it just kind of took on its own um, life from there somewhat. And everybody knew us as Divi and that kind of propelled us into, into being niche Divi. But that's probably the most niche that we've gotten um, is within Divi. We don't like niche down uh, any further than that, like a lot of people do. So um, you, so mine is like the opposite, because you guys did just, you guys are more of the service niche, mm -hmm. and mine is more of an industry niche. You target industries, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where yeah. I'm targeting. And that, I think that's awesome. I mean, yeah, yeah, I want to hear yeah. you. And it's, so I, um, it's uh, sort of the same story as you guys, you know, like I've just been around doing this forever. And, um, and then we, I, the cat just really wants to get in that room and it's just going to keep me out. I'm sorry. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> so it's such a mess. I had to shut it. So anyway, um, I was doing just same thing, like all things to all people. And I started to think about just sort of in my own mind, like I started working with elegant themes before, before Divi came out too, for part of this reason, like I was tired of having to learn a whole theme every single time. I'm like, I want to find somebody that has enough themes that I can choose from and work with that I, I understand how elegant themes structures their stuff, their files and everything. So I can just crank out some sites doing that. And then Divi came along and then who cares about all the rest of them. Right. So, <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, that just, so I just sort of fell into that as I was already kind of trying to find a niche in a way. And then once I started getting more into offering more services as more of an agency than just web, then it became clear. And I would see the Melissa loves out there and the people doing this. And I thought like, man, that makes so much sense. And I always thought like, whoever I get three of, like whatever I get three of, that's what I'm going to do. And I've got, a, you know, a handful of different kinds of things, but I just so happen to have a few brewery clients and it's also such a fun industry. And it's, yeah. you know, I mean, I have like, I have a client that does like window tinting. Oh my God. Like, it's so boring. Like you can't even cut like commercial and real estate. Like you can't get anybody like, so for the breweries, the, their customers are dying to hear about them. <laughs> they want to be marketed to. It's so fun, you know? So I really like. I really like all of that. So that's been good. But I will tell you one of the tough things is like, as I'm just, cause this is all new. This is within the past six months that I've made this like commitment to this. And I've been working with a coach. He's been kind of helping me as well. And it's like the part of the trouble is when you still have other people coming to you from other industries, you kind of like, what do yeah. you do? Right? Like for you guys, like Leslie, if somebody came to you and wanted you to build an elementor site, like that would be easy. You'd be like, that's not what I do. 
And it's right. one thing, if you, yeah, right? So, but for me, it's like somebody comes and I'm like, well, I do know how to do that. You're like, oh, I kind of want to do it. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, it's tough for me to say no. And that's that right now. And like my website, I've got a bunch of pages built on my site for brewery clients, but none of them are linked in the menu. And like, there's a couple little promotional pieces I have that link to them, but it's like, it's, a you know, and I was talking to my coach about it just a couple of weeks ago. Like, how do you, it's tough to make that commitment to like, say like, this is what we do. And yeah. you know, it's true. Well, like you you my site, it doesn't, doesn't look like I am niched. <laughs> so it's, well, it is, I see the problem, you know, you mentioned that you, you told yourself, okay, I was, I'm going to get the, the first three and, and see, you know, see if that's an industry I want to go with. Like I had mentioned on a, on a previous episode, I got into, um, acne and esthetician sites. I, ha I was doing like eight at one time. It, it was just crazy. But yeah, it's not something I really I didn't want to get stuck in that. I could have. I definitely I had there was an end there for sure. There was an opportunity yeah. there. Um, but I was like, no, I, I don't want to just get stuck in that. And they all I, I can't look. It's only so many times you can look at pimples and stuff. So <laughs> so yeah, I got out of that. But but yeah, zero, that's zero times. So how many times? <laughs> <laughs> that's your number. But, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I mean, yeah, there's it's so. I mean, think about it now. You know, there's there's a lot of opportunity out there. Really, it, it just pick something you like and you're like. God, I don't want to do that. I want to do hamburger places or, you know, restaurants, whatever. Oh. Definitely. Yeah. So I, um, I was putting some thought into this before the episode as I do. And, you know, it's like, okay, so for the people listening and, and watching and okay. So we, we kind of fell into these things a little bit. It's a little bit on purpose, a little bit not right. So what if you, what if you want to just choose to do this? So like these guys in the chat right now, like they want to do a niche. So how do you do it? So I was thinking about that. Like, how would you pick one? And and you could do like what I did. Like, let's just find, you know, like we just said, find something that you have a few of that you can, you know, that you know how to do. And so I think you got to just kind of like brainstorm too. You got to like make lists. And um, one of the things I heard was like, if you have knowledge of an industry, so like, my folks do real estate. So I really thought about going into real estate as a niche, but I've told you all my drama with all that. And then, <laughs> you know, maybe you do, maybe you have a, you know, a hobby, maybe you're, maybe you're into photography. And so that's an easy one for you or, you know, so hobbies, it, things you already have an interest in, things you already have an understanding of um, or a connection with somehow, I think that would be kind of a good start, right? Yeah. And then, then the other thing too you got to think about is, what is the, like, will the market sustain you? So mm -hmm. are the businesses scalable, right? So like, let's say you're going to pick something and you're going to market them and help them grow their business. Well, if you're working for like a massage therapist, what can they get? Like five massages a day for five days a week, like, and you're done. <laughs> like, okay, yeah. so you got them 25 <laughs> clients for the week. Like you can't get any bigger how many of those can you get? Maybe a lot. I don't know. And what are those particular in that industry? Like, what are the budgets? You know, there's not a huge profit margin. So, you know, even if that's something, and maybe that yeah. was a little bit that way with facials and stuff too, you know, like, I don't know. I'm just saying like, sometimes there's an industry that isn't. How many pimples can you pop in a day? <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I, I think that in, in the chat, Miro um, mentioned uh, that, that they would love to work with artists, but they don't have money. And right. uh, 
I think there, there are certain, certain fields like that, but you do have to have that like passion. I, I think if you do go after like a certain, um, business sector, you have to be passionate about it. It can't be something mm-hmm. you like despise and, and bores you because then you're not going to have the, uh, you're not going to have the drive to like learn more about it and talk excitedly about right. it and, and sell it, you know, like, the, you know, the, you know, the old sales thing, you have to believe in what you're selling. Yeah. Right. If it's something you don't believe in something you're not passionate about. It's, it's not going to translate to you. I'm going to a homebrew class this Saturday because I've got to learn some more lingo. Cause like, I like, <laughs> drink it. but like when you go and you hang out with these people, like at a trade show or something like that, like just exactly what you just said, Corey, like you have to be, you have to be able to like immerse yourself in that industry if that's what you're really going to become. And I won't ever need to brew beer. <laughs> like I don't I won't ever need to. I don't have any interest in doing it, but I'm going to go learn some words. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I think, I think when you're, when your business is a little bit more broad and um, you know, you're, you're kind of going after a, a broader client base, you have that excuse to be, you know, like if you are approached by like a microbrewery or a, you know, like a doctor, you, you, you have that like excuse to say, well, actually I'm not familiar with that. I've never homebrewed, so I don't know. But if you're in the industry, then I think you're somewhat expected to know like the lingo and the terms and yeah. uh, kind of everything that, that comes with it. And just as an example, you know, like I, I work alone. I don't have any, um, anyone, I, I really, I don't have a staff or anything like that, but but as an example, like um, Andrea, who's um, some of us know, and Gino, who probably a, a lot of people know, um, they used to, Andrea was the designer and Gino was uh, the developer. And together, they worked on a lot of dentistry sites. Now, Andrea worked for a separate, a separate company, I think, that brought in the dentist work. But, but that's like a perfect example that I, that I think of um, for companies to come together to target a niche. Like, say, you know, like for, for me, I don't really want to deal with the back end. You know, I probably would never um, build a full dentistry site and go into that, but I just stick to design. But, um, but yeah, so if you're like, okay, well, I don't know if I can do this by myself though, that's another option. Just like, you know, it, it would be for a, for a non-niche. I don't know. Can't hear you, can't Stephanie. Hear you, Stephanie. Oh, sorry. <laughs> your, your cat the cat out. Hit the keyboard. <laughs> Who let the cats out? <laughs> oh. No, no. Okay. Uh, so Miro just said, how do you feel about working with the competition of a previous client, which is excellent, an excellent question to consider because if you, especially if you're going to do local, right, if you're going to work on any kind of local marketing, and that's another thing that I found uh, that I was really happy with this industry. Uh, I mean, I work with a few breweries around the same town and it is not an issue because they are, it, they just all happen to sort of be a brotherhood, right? Where they all support each other. And, and it's kind of like a, marketplace where there's like enough to go like there's enough um <clears throat> client base mm-hmm. you know it doesn't it, it can bear them all so uh, that won't go forever but anyway so that's a good question miro that it's um yeah i i think that really depends too on your, to consider like it depends on your relationship with that um particular client i mean some some clients yep. you know you, you do their website and like you know you're not you're not feeling it and you kind of know like, okay, we're not going to have like this like long-term like mutually beneficial relationship mo- moving on from this project. Now other ones um, like, like we, like we have a solar client who um, you know, we have a great working relationship. He's got a great budget. Uh, you know, we, we just all mesh very well because of that. We wouldn't like 
take on another solar client, uh, at least, at least in the, in the same area or somewhat, if it's like, you know, in a different service area then then of course we, we probably would, but, um, but yeah, it, you know, yes, he's, so he's basically definitely. like, he's our solar client. If another solar client from the same area came up, no, we're, we're not going to do it. So conflict of interest. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess that's another thing to consider when, um, you know, you're, you're starting to kind of, kind of niche down is, uh, you know, how, how well is this going to go over in your area? Um, if you are targeting a competitive industry that they might not like you working with their competition, how much can you really niche like in your, in your area? So you might have to consider, okay, I'm probably going to have to, um, have like, you know, a broader geographic base. Uh, so in essence, you're not niching down in geography, which I guess is another kind of way that you can, that you can do right. it. Um, yeah. So yeah, there's a lot of things to consider, I guess, when you're, when you're kind of like, you know, looking at the bigger picture and deciding if you want to do it. Um, now, how difficult, let's say somebody is just starting out in like web design and getting their feet wet and growing their business. Do you think it's possible to like niche down, like right out of the, out of the gate? Or would you, would you guys suggest maybe like starting a little bit more broad and then slowly transitioning into that? Oh, that is I such mean, a tough question. My first inclination is to say start out broad, but I don't know. I mean, if you're already coming in green, does it really matter if you're going to niche or not? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I mean, I, I just kind of fell into it and started started broad, like probably most people do. It just feels natural to start broad, but I don't know. You can certainly be more prepared than I was and come in with a plan. <laughs> Yeah, I think it depends how you're learning and growing too, you know? I mean, if you're doing the old uh, friends and family freebie yeah. route. Yeah, maybe you have, a lot of people have people like family or friends built in who are happen, maybe you come from a family of lawyers and you know, you kind of, you're in and you get a couple of sites and stuff. But yeah, I guess it just depends. Yeah. So, okay. So Lily in the chat says her main work is logo and print but now she's just working on growing a web design business. So maybe that's something where she's not completely green industry wise. Right. So for somebody, for someone like you, Lily, I mean, knowing literally one sentence about your business, I would say in my expert opinion on your business that you should probably pick something that you're already able to niche in with your other stuff too, you know, and then just add those services on. But. Yeah, I came from a print background, actually, and I only did um, logos and brochures and uh, menus, restaurant menus. Um, yeah, I didn't really consider it to even stick to, I don't know, I just kind of did the whole vibe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think it would really depend on your circumstances, and it probably is going to be harder at first to be as profitable if you're, if you're like, very niche down. Um, so, I mean, if, like, you just got fired from your job... And you're needing, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to well, do, yeah. I'm going to start doing web development. You probably can't be as picky. Mm -hmm. um, so you're probably going to take like what, whatever you can get your hands on, but you, you should probably like, you know, after a while and once you're, once you're settled and you're, and you're comfortable with your business, start slowly working towards, uh, you know, niching down as like, I, I'd say it's more of like a goal than like a yeah. instantaneous business model um, in, in that sense. Now, yeah you know, some, some people might have the benefit to maybe they have a job and they're doing web design, you know, on the side at night, on the weekends. Mm -hmm. And from there, it's, it's probably a lot easier to kind of niche down at first and, and, you know, get your, get your feelers out there and, and start it. So I, I guess it just really depends. 
somebody asked on our Facebook page. Um, I don't have it up in front of me, but someone named I, I want to say Josh asked about if you're if you're making say Divi child themes, and, and I do, but I don't have very many, and oh, there's only two up now. Um, he asked something about how would you target a niche market for child themes, which is interesting because. Um, I mean, I, my mind goes to Melissa Love, you know, she, everybody kind of knows her for, she does, I'm sure she does other things other than photography, but she's really good at it. And she, that's kind of her, her thing. Um, and she does a lot of photography things. Now, I'm sure she does certain specific marketing to photography. I don't know much about specifically targeting child themes. I, I, when I was doing more, they were kind of general business, you know, and a little bit more wacky they, they weren't for everybody for sure but <laughs> but I don't know Corey you guys you? have quite a <laughs> you guys have a lot of a lot of child themes still um do y'all take into account targeting certain markets for child themes or just kind of put them out there and see yeah, yeah we do. I mean you know we're not going to come out with like a you know circus clown school child theme or, yeah yeah because <laughs> You know, because obviously there's not going to be a market there. So I would say that we we do some market research, um, either requests that that come in from our support forum, feedback from customers. Uh, you know, a, a lot of stuff you can find out with like analytics tools and and things like that. Um, you know, what what are people searching for? Uh, we can find that out. If, you know, Divi uh, blank. You know, ch like child theme, and we can kind of analyze that and, and see what people are looking for. Um. So yeah, we do to an extent. I wouldn't say that the numbers are like a hundred percent the well, the final decision, but um And the thing about child themes is a lot of people, unless you're just a naturally a creative and you use your imagination a lot, it's really hard for customers to see imagine a child theme that say has a landscaping company for it. It's really hard for them to imagine you manipulating the images and stuff to any industry. It's like unless they see a layout that says this is for a lawyer. It's like yeah. they get tunnel vision and um, it's hard to, com I don't really know, even know the right way to combat that with marketing necessarily, but um, you know, it's something, it's a hurdle for sure. Well, here's my question. Is the landscaping company or the lawyer, is that your niche or is it DIYers or is our, it, our, our, like or our is our it niche, web developers? Yeah. Our, our niche would be like, would be web developers, yeah. um, you know, and, and kind of yeah. like, you know, do it yourselfers or, you know, um, web developers, you know, cause, cause even if, even if you do have those skills to like, you know, custom build a, a website, if a client comes to you and they may not have that they big of a budget, budget. Yep. Yeah. you know, you might have to turn to a child theme, install it, you know, swap out uh, some images, change some colors, change out the text and optimize it. Um, you know, it's, you can't do that on a five, like $500 budget, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, and also, custom. I don't know, to my knowledge, uh, I don't know every child theme, DB child theme maker out there anymore. There's so many now, but um, like for me, I target people who know CSS and HTML. I basically target people like me um, because I don't want to, I don't want to hold hands. I don't have a support team. I don't have, I have to keep my stuff down, like my interaction right. with having to deal with that stuff down. So I do target you know, I put up there, don't buy this unless you know HTML, you've been working with Divi, you've been working with WordPress. Now I get less sales, I'm sure, than than the, you know, throwing it out to DIYers and beginners, but I'm okay with that. That's okay. The niche dilemma. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, isn't that what we're talking about? You get less right. sales, but you have less hassle. Yeah, exactly. Like so I, I've had like three support tickets in four years. I don't know. Like <laughs> 
Yeah, like like for us, if if like with our child themes, we went niche to a certain industry, like you know, our, our sales on the child themes would drop because yeah. we're not really we're not going after like a an industry. We're going after like you know right. web designers in, in general, which right. are you know kind of, kind of all over the board. So, but but we do listen to customer feedback and do some research and stuff. I don't. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just just whatever, whatever's fun. I want your feedback. <laughs> so um let, let's talk about uh we've we've talked a lot about the pros and kind of the, the methods of it what are what are some of like the major cons um that you can see of of, of going niche I, I know some of them are, are a little obvious um but but let's kind of let's kind of talk about those and maybe you know some other other ideals will come i would up. say the the time it takes to to grow um, you may not be getting as much money as you could in that time, maybe in a year, you're, you know, you're not making a lot, you're kind of learning the ropes and, and becoming the expert. And, and there's a payoff in the end, right? I, I always tend to stay leery of like, oh, I, I need money now, and you're expecting it now, you got to put in the work. Um, so maybe to some people, that would be a con, you know, like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, wait and kind of grow. I just noticed I, I got this whole like clown thread going now in chat. <laughs> circus clown school. Now I, I'm scared of clowns too, guys. So don't don't feel bad. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I think that's kind of it. Like, but I don't. I actually don't think there's any long term cons. Yeah. I think the only kind of con would be like it's just a little tough at first, and maybe that's even just an emotional block. You know, like with me, like what I'm dealing with, like, I'm just too chicken to put like, that's what I, and I did kind of change some things, but I'm like, I'm well, chicken doing it. And it's like, that's part of the Cause I'm like, I'm going to lose business. Now I just got an inquiry, Stephanie, um, from a, it's a form build, a, a pretty big form builder. It's one of their big third party plugins. Um, cause I guess because of my, my contact form styling and he heard my name uh -huh. from somebody else. Now, normally I would say, no, I don't really want to do that, but it's a big company. It uh, doesn't necessarily mean he's going to put my name out there, but I know that I worked with this big company and, mm -hmm. you know, maybe I can get to put their logo on myself. So I'm considering it because, uh, you know, it's a good opportunity. Well, and that's also kind of the cool part, right? Like yeah. we're all the bosses here. So exactly. <laughs> can make it, as that's long right. as you don't make it as an emotional decision. I mean, I just had like one of my biggest clients isn't a brewery. They're an IT firm. And I just got a referral that is like, really good friends with the owner of the company, one of the owners. And he said, this is my friend, A, which is good already. And B, I love the site you built them. Well, okay, so what do I do? Yeah. Am I going to turn well, it down? And it's not always so that easy to find clients that are so trusting already up front, right? It's usually there's some right. team and they're, they've been shopping around. Um, but yeah, when you have somebody who knows they want you, it's hard to say no. If right. it, if it's not I'm, I'm not nearly to the maturity level. Like my, I mean, I'm not at a high maturity level either, but my business, <laughs> like the, the niche right. part of my business, yeah. Yeah, that brewery, the brewery section isn't, career, so. I'm not so busy with that part of the business that I have the luxury of saying like, oh no, you go find somebody else, you know? So, and I mean, okay, so what's the scenario then when you get to that point, you know, maybe we have all of our networks too. Like maybe we're able to just partner up with stuff, right? So like if 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 we know that we have people, you know, if a photographer came to me, we know who we'd send her to, right? Or if somebody <laughs> needed 
needed like some forms built. I don't know, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's stuff, right. So it, there are those kind of things too that we can like help each other out whenever we have these situations. And then it's not like you're throwing somebody away. You're all, you are still helping them and maybe keeping them in your little yeah. ecosystem kind of. Yeah, it's it. I mean, regardless of how like niche like your your web development business is, um, on on the front end, like doesn't mean that you have to turn down other projects. But you're not going to like market towards those other. Yeah, people. it doesn't mean you're going to add a page for it. Yeah, I mean, it, you know, if if you're you like know taking on a project, yeah, yeah, if you're you know building websites for your niche and everything's going great, but then some guy comes to you and he's like, I want to give you twenty thousand dollars to build this, and it's yeah. it's a nice project. It, it, you know, that doesn't mean you have to turn that down. Right. Right. You know, exactly. Maybe, like maybe, it's you not the maybe you don't put it in your portfolio because it's going to kind of, you know, make things a little confusing to people that are looking at your portfolio, but it doesn't mean you have to like say no to that person. Now within fr from, from like the, the service side, like, like maybe, you know, we would probably say no to somebody who came to us and wanted to use like Joomla, you know, we, we'd probably go, we don't use Joomla, you know. Oh my God, I would say no so fast. I yeah, and and in the early days, I would take on like whatever I could get. I mean, I used to do Joomla sites, I'd do Drupal, um, and so I eventually had to say, okay, I hate these other programs and use WordPress and start learning more about WordPress instead of like, you know, about all the CMSs out there. Um, so, you know, for, for us, I can definitely see like um, staying niche within WordPress and Divi Mm -hmm. But I, I don't foresee us ever like, you know, going after a particular sort of industry. And if we did, it would probably be more on like the SaaS um, software as a service side of things um, than as opposed to like, you know, like just web design in general. Yeah, I get that. And I get the idea of like not turning down something that comes your way, which is different than focusing on going and getting those things. Um, mm -hmm. Okay, so here's another thing that I sort of saw in the in the chat it was up a little ways and I also wanted to bring it up anyway. What about multiple niches? N neat niche. A niche, on, a niche on the side? Say, <laughs> you got a niche on the side. A side niche. A side niche. So, um. so I, I, I tried to split up half the episode and this was like me being weird uh, in my head. I tried to split up half the episode between niche and now I'm going niche. But you <laughs> say like niche, like niche. 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 Nietzsche, Nietzsche. So, um, some of the research I think, I mean, I've done. If it's in your bandwidth to handle two industries, I guess it depends how much work you're getting from each. Maybe you're getting a little from here and a little from there, and it works out perfect, and you love both industries. That could work. Yeah, it could. I think if you're going to really grow your business, though, you got to kind of focus. I mean, it's focus. it's so tough. Like, if you're really going to scale a business and really grow it, and you've made a decision on a on a niche. I think it's tough to, um, sorry, David, David's sure distracting me. <laughs> Mitches oh, get stitches. Come on. Okay. Call me out, Stephanie. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. I love these jokes. I love such a dork. All right. Um, so what was that? Oh, so like if you've got, if you can get to the point where you kind of have a, maybe a project manager or, a, you know, somebody that's sort of running both of them, that would be like, that would be rad. If you can get to, if you can get to that point, I think, I, I think for the level that a lot of us are just, you know, the vibe I get from the groups and stuff like that, 
and you know, a lot of us are one man shops or we've got, you know, a handful of freelancers that we work with or contractors or, you know, even a few employees like Corey, I mean, you really, if you're really going to dig into focusing your agency on an, on a niche industry, like, can you really handle the bandwidth? You know, you're saying a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but what if you put all your energy into one? Yeah. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I've thought about it too. It's a tough one. Like, like for us, I don't, I don't think it would be like directly like Aspen Grove studios. We we'd probably form like a, you know, um, another company and have, have a a subsidiary and have a, have a website specific to that and, Mm -hmm. and probably a project manager and front facing person specific to that. Um, and then utilize our resources that we have, you know, within our main companies to, to run that. But like, you know, we wouldn't just take like Aspen Grove Studios and all of a sudden like niche down and say, um, you know, now we're only, you know, only doing this type of, of website. It, it would end up probably being, yeah, a subsidiary type company, which, which is always yeah. an option. And I, I guess there's really nothing saying that you can't have several niches, um, but you do want to have that, you know, you want to have like... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> This this is really a bad. None of the three of us are mature. (laughs) So, but yeah, uh, there's nothing to say you can't do that. Keep us. But you don't want to have like too many, too many to where like you know you can't focus and 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 stay like hyper focused on that on that niche. So, yeah, you know, two or three, let's say max. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So. Miro says, would you create a landing page for a specific niche? I think you should create your whole website for that niche. And please know that while I'm saying that, I have not done it, <laughs> but I need to. Like it's in, like, it's yeah. in the works in my mind. And my, <clears throat> well, my site now isn't so Divi centric, but my last one um, there, I mean, Divi was everywhere that, you know, my experience with Divi was everywhere. Um, I had it in my FAQ. I mean, I would very much push like, Hey, I know it, you know, I, I know what I'm doing. Hire me to do this. Hire me to design it, whatever. Um, it was, yeah. And I, I, I put it, I did it throughout the whole site. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would do the same. I, I would stay away from, you know, just the, the landing page and I, I would do definitely do just like a, you know, Stand it needs to like, feel like you like you're serious right like you're the you're the dude yeah and and, and 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 i mean beyond beyond like the the look and feel there, there is the uh you know the seo factor and um you know the, the whole like you know search mm-hmm. engine like optimization and uh, and all the other stuff that kind of comes into a it goes into like you know a website so uh you know i i could see it being an option in in certain areas um but for the most part yeah standalone website yeah. And I'm, I'm giving my own self advice, but you know, it's like the reason I'm kind of afraid is because I feel like I'm going to lose business. You know, like I do have people come to my site and reach out and say like, Hey, I like your site, which looks horrible right now. Don't look at it. But like people say like, Hey, I love your site. Or I like these websites that you've built. And so, you know, you kind of have this like, Oh, I'm not going to have that. But who's to say you're not, you know, maybe if I just build a killer website that is geared toward these breweries, then maybe they'll find me and say this, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. I know I'm holding myself back. I need to just like, you know. Yeah. And, and there's, there's benefits, you know, to having a, uh, you know, a URL that's like, you know, relative to your, to your industry as well, you know, for search engine reasons. And there's all, all kinds I'm of not stuff. I'm sure the URL matters as much anymore, but I don't know. We may need to 
Well, yeah. I, I mean, well, I, I guess from like, you know, branding, marketing, and I'm still going to say, yeah, a little bit on, on, on I'm still going to say a little bit on SEO. I mean, I'm not okay. like a might. huge SEO guru, but um, I was thinking, yeah. I was actually thinking of doing a little lockup with my logo, like sweet tea brewery services. What do you guys think of that? Too much? Tea or beer? Which is it? Yeah. You brew both, which <laughs> I didn't even plan that. Spiked, spiked sweet tea. <laughs> spike tea i'm thinking i'm thinking about that i don't know but um oh man there was one other thing i was gonna say before just have enjoy sweet tea and cross it out with a little thing and put enjoy beer (laughs) (laughs) it's not it doesn't roll off the tongue (laughs) oh man i can't remember what else i was gonna say uh okay so you've picked your niche I know we're wrapping up here pretty soon, but like, then how do you go? How do you get them? All right. So, uh, Facebook your groups, site, your obviously. Yeah. Facebook. SEO for sure. Yeah. yeah I mentioned the Facebook groups. Make sure you read the rules. Don't go spamming your shit. I need, I need work. I mean, come on. Don't look desperate. Cause no, nobody likes that. Nobody it's not cute. It's not a cute look. <laughs> no. Um, and, um, trade associations and things like that. Like, you know, I'm a member of the North Carolina Brewers Guild and the South yeah. Carolina, you know, it's like, that's cool. Yeah, sure. It's awesome. Yeah. So, and yeah. I'm always, I'm always a big proponent of just like, just blog and, you know, content yep. for us. Yeah. I mean, I've, I see it firsthand all the time and, and I have, tutorials. I don't blog. Yeah. I get it. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah t- tutorial, tutorials and blogging. But, you know, we have clients that we hire a copywriter for and, you know, we, we, you know, we, we put together their editorial calendar and I mean, it's, it's obvious that, you know, it, it helps. And, you know, our solar client right now is wanting to pick up the electrical side of his business. So, you know, we've started, gotten a, a content writer to start writing articles, um, you know, related to the electrical side of his business. And, and, and we've seen it firsthand. So blog, uh, onsite, uh, you know, optimization. Um, yeah, there's the Facebook groups. Um, I, I, I do like during, like, you know, joining the, the organizations that are related to it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, trade shows, a lot of these, you know, we're seeing people talk yeah. about like tattoo and piercings. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, some huge yeah. like tattoo expos and things like that out there that would, uh, you know, you don't really see many people with booths like advertising mm-hmm. web development services for, you know, tattoo companies, but mm-hmm. I, I could see it taken off. And join and again, the Facebook groups for the industry too, not just Divi or WordPress groups. Join the one, you know, like Stephanie, right. you know, if you join the brewery groups and see what their pain, pain points Get are. the newsletters. Like Sign up for their newsletters. Learn about what's going on in the industry. And then, uh, and like we do with a lot of things, like a lot of the marketing, like give away some knowledge, teach people how to do some stuff, find out pain points of the industry, like, um, all of these breweries, they do tons of events, right? Every brewery has like yoga and running, which is, I, makes no sense to me whatsoever. But like they do all these things and it's like they all have all their events and trivia nights and all this stuff. Well, they all put them on Facebook because Facebook has the event system that is great because people can say like interested and then all their friends see it. But their websites don't have any events on them. So, okay, how do you... Get your events. I just designed a brewery site, actually, just to throw that in there. I, I forgot about that. Like, Do you the put other it day. on my site? Please. That is funny about the, the yoga and the running because there's like a couple of breweries in our area that are always doing that. I'm like, 
Yeah, exercise and beer. Drink beer and then like run like I know. Well, there's one, I really like, there's one nearby. They have hashtags on their shirts. It all says hashtag earn your beer, which I think Uh, is like the perfect. That's cute. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because if I drink a beer, I just want to like eat beef jerky and watch a documentary. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, you got. (laughs) It's a funny combo. Anyway, yeah. So like learn a couple little pain points and, and then help people do it, you know? And you don't have to make a million dollars doing those kind of things. You just get some good connections and make friends and stuff, you know, and follow them all on social and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Somebody needs help. Yeah. Teach me somebody how to properly set up MailChimp. (laughs) Yeah. Losing it about MailChimp all of a sudden. What just happened? Somebody needs to be niche, niche MailChimp services. Somebody, whoever. Yeah, I, I actually, that's not a bad one, actually. I, I actually do know somebody that's getting into that and doing a, awesome. a LMS, you know, like a course and it's, it's a good oh, idea. Yeah. So, all right. Well, we started a little bit late, so I think we, we have some time for final thoughts. Either of you ladies want to kick off the final thoughts? I'll go first. I'll, I'll just say, um, I, I don't, I don't think there's really any cons to it. I I think if you're if you're kind of going into web design and um, you know you kind of want to just shrink your world a little bit to make it more manageable, I think a niche is a very easy and good way to do that. Um, as far as picking an industry or something like that, I mean, you know what you like. Um, shouldn't be too hard. Um, and yeah, just I, I I just say just do it. Son of a niche. <laughs> <laughs> Was that exactly what you were gonna say? <laughs> Son of a niche. <laughs> my thought no (laughs) just do it that's the thing it's all the cool kids are doing it no I mean really (laughs) like the riches are in the niches is a phrase that you hear again and again and again for a reason and from like the top marketers like this isn't just like the losers saying this (laughs) so so would that also be like I'm rich niche (laughs) (laughs) so good Um, I love you guys make an album oh, man david's gonna be like how did i let them get on there without supervision uh, it's it's all it's all in good fun i know so anyway that's basically it like just do yeah. it i'm i don't know I, i'm a little bit more of like a calculated person and i overthink everything mm. so i i would say you know i would say like you know make a goal to do it uh maybe not take take the big leap if you currently oh, have yeah. a web development business and you're wanting to niche down, I, I would suggest doing it slowly, maybe starting that uh, satellite company and, you know, and, and build it from there instead of like just totally transitioning overnight. And same with starting off. I'd, I'd start off more broad and, and kind of grow into the niche. So that is my final Pablo thing. says, don't pick one. You should scratch a niche. <laughs> <laughs> So, oh, it's so bad. I love it. it. So you can imagine. You can imagine how our company, like Slack Channel, is. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. This is why y'all need to come to WordCamps and hang out with me. It's silly. Yeah. All yeah. right, uh, Leslie, do you have next week's uh, topic we can announce? I sure don't. I'm sorry. No. Okay. <laughs> we we will post. It. I would open it, but I have like way too many tabs open. I'm, I'm opening it right now. I'm opening it. I'm opening okay. it. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, oh, coopetition. Coopetition. All right. Hopefully David and Tim will be there because they've spoken yeah. about this at several word camps because Tim is our coopetition and we, we love Tim. Mm-hmm. So, and, uh, okay. Well, uh, Leslie, let's uh, announce everywhere that people can listen to us. If uh, they want to hear some really corny jokes. 
<laughs> Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, um, Pocket Casts. Um, what else? Google Play. I'm pretty sure we're on 99% sure we're on Google Play. I can't tell because I don't, I, I don't know. <laughs> Somebody still needs to send me a Google Play. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Yeah. And yeah, um, the major yeah. ones. Yeah, uh, and, and visit us at, uh, you know, at uh, divi.chats and, um, you know, send us your ideas, like your feedback, your ideas for maybe future episodes there or, or, or in the Facebook also group. do that via yes, our Facebook. Our we Facebook have been page. getting a couple emails for a couple of topics. SEO is a big one. We're going to try to work some SEO subjects in. Um, mm. But yeah, we are getting your emails if you're emailing. Yeah, we are listening. So. All right. Well, thank you, ladies, for joining, and uh, thanks everybody uh, thanks. that tuned thank in. You. All the everybody in the in the uh, live chat just you, you always make it so much more fun. No. And uh, we'll see you next week, same place. Peace out, niches. Same time. <laughs>